the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold, hard cash with their over-under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. And make sure to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Welcome everybody to the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, perched up on the northeast corner of sunny England in Newcastle upon Tyne. Uh, the day is Wednesday, the 18th of May. Um, and we are here to handicap the games for uh, Thursday, the 19th of May. I got my dates mixed up, bad start. Um, so here to join me uh, tonight and help handicap those games. Uh, first off is our resident uh, Pittsburgh slash Detroit fan. Uh, I don't know where he is tonight. Noah Bennick. Noah, how are you doing, man? Doing pretty good, Malcolm. And yeah, I'm, I'm home for quite a little while now. So I'm I'm located in Michigan and uh, Metro Detroit for now. Excellent. And another man, he's on the road, literally on the road tonight. He's in his car. Uh, Mr. Dylan Rockford, you're not on the moon tonight, mate. Where's the uh, space travel got to? Oh, Malcolm, it's good to be with you, boys. Noah, good to be with you. Yeah, I'm on the side of the road right now, handicapping games, trying to give out some winners out here. But it's good to get back on the winning side last night and can't wait to break down. We got a short slate, seven games tomorrow. Yeah, not much um, not much going on. I'm surprised it was quite a short slate. I um, I settled down to handicap. It's normally a, a, an epic job with the 15 games. I think we had a, a 17-game slate on Tuesday. Um, yeah, and we're going uh, quite early. It's um, it's about 8pm here for me, so a little bit earlier for you boys. There's already some games uh, underway tonight. Moonaf's lock from yesterday, the Braves. Uh, Moonaf's dog, sorry, uh, plus money. Uh, the Braves are four to up, so looking good there. Maybe to cash some early money as well. Um, so yeah, relatively, relatively short stay for us here today uh, on the MLB Gambling Podcast. We will start with... Um, a 12.35 Eastern first pitch, which is the New York Yankees at the Baltimore Orioles. Um, Jordan Montgomery uh, goes for the Yankees and Bruce Zimmerman goes for Baltimore. Uh, two lefties on the mound. Uh, the lines are... Let me drag these lines up. Two seconds, just get me tally sight in the right place. Uh, the Yankees are minus 200. Baltimore are plus 170. The overall under is set at eight and a half. Uh, Montgomery is 0-1 with a 3.06 ERA. He's pitched 35 and one third innings, 29 strikeouts and a 108 whip. Uh, Zimmerman is 2-2, two and two, uh, 272 ERA, 36 and a third innings pitch. 32 strikeouts and a 121 whip. Uh, Montgomery... Um, he's had a series of no decisions recently. Um, has given up two earned runs in all three of his last three starts. He's just been fairly middling, really. Not good, not bad. 
uh, fairly indifferent stuff from Montgomery, which has been good enough, frankly, uh, as a middle rotation piece in this uh, for this Yankees club that are winning games. Uh, Zimmerman has also given up two earned runs in each of his last three starts, so similar lines. Um, however, his four home starts, um, he's got a 1.8 RA, which is more than competitive, and it's a decent enough sample size as well. Um, again, I, I, in a game that hasn't been played yet, on, on yesterday's podcast, I took Baltimore uh, as a dog. Um, and I'm going to do the same again today. I just think the prices are too wide apart um, for for a game in which the Baltimore pitcher can keep it competitive. Like I said yesterday, Baltimore are going to win uh, a couple of these games at, at various points. So I'm going to put up Baltimore at plus 170, um, but also Baltimore on the run line. I think um, it's a, we've got over under of eight and a half. So I think Baltimore can keep this relatively close. I think Zimmerman can keep this relatively close. Um, so Baltimore on the run line at minus 110 as well as Baltimore uh, money line at plus 170 uh, Noah, New York at Baltimore how did you uh, handicap this one? Yeah, so the way these games are kind of just ordered here it is very loaded at the top with a ton of PVB and then all the way down to the bottom of the games uh, not so much so like I said, first couple of games I'll be very busy but um, yeah, for, for this one I'm just seeing a lot of offense possibility here. Kyle Higashioka, uh, he doesn't start every day, but he is the catcher for the Yankees, batting 667 against Zimmerman, four for six with three singles and a Higgy bomb. Aaron Judge batting 444, four for nine with two singles and two balls that made all of the fans rise. Um, DJ LeMahieu batting 444, four for nine with three singles and a double. Robinson Chirinos, the catcher for the Orioles, batting 400, two for five, with a single and a bomb. Trey Mancini, 385, 10 for 26 with five, nine singles and a Mancini mash. Ramon Urias, batting 333, four for 12 with four singles. Anthony Santander, batting 300, two singles and a tank. Cedric Mullins, 286, six for 21 with three, six singles. And he's the only Oriole hitting over 300 in the last week. And in their last six games, John Carlos Stanton is hitting 458 with four Stantonian blasts, 13 RBIs, and 25 total bases. Other hot bats in the Yankees lineup are Aaron Judge and Josh Donaldson, who are both batting 348 and have three bombs each. And Glaber Torres is also hitting 333 with a tank as well. So I think I see a lot of offense in this game. So I'll be taking the over. And you know what? I'll go with the Orioles as well to win the game. Yeah, there has been a lot of offense. Aaron Judge has been absolutely on fire. Uh, Santander hit a couple of homers from my TG FBI team the other night. Um, I've got Cedric Mullins in my uh, DGEN's Fantasy League team. Uh, Noah, do you, do you want to talk about the uh, the DGEN's Fantasy League at the minute or do you want to give that a miss? It's up to you. I don't mind. Yeah, you got a very stat-padded lead early. Um, three of my guys, three, literally three of my guys Stop got hurt. Stat-padded lead? What are the, what are the kind three of Three of my guys got hurt. Three of my guys got hurt in the Monday or Tuesday <laughs> games that I had them playing in. So I got like three of my four IL spots used up in the last two days. And it's like I've never used that many ever, I don't think. A knock on wood. But, um, yeah, it's just been <laughs> unlucky against Malcolm's team. And not to mention, each of your guys have a bomb. You have, like, six bombs in two yeah. days. So, yeah. It's I wasn't like, sure I'd actually dreamt that because I woke up and I just uh, – I remember reading the notifications. Uh, I'll sometimes wake up at, like, four in the morning and check my notifications. And it was, like, every single player on my team had hit a bomb. 
And yeah. I woke up and I thought, did I imagine that? Did that actually happen? Yeah, and it did actually happen. So yeah, uh, just for just for reference, listeners, I am. Um, I've got a nine to one lead in the ten categories over Noah at this point, but I mean it's a long week. You've got till Sunday to pull it back. I'm not going to take my victory lap now. In hindsight, I should probably not have brought it up because all that's going to happen is I'm going to fall in a hole and you're going to run me down between now and Sunday. Uh, yeah, yeah nine to, to one. So not to mention you have my catcher's backup catcher, uh, Salvador Perez went down with a sprained thumb. Oh, Melendez. You have yeah, MJ, I picked him. Well, yeah, he gets his first home run as well. So there you go. Uh, sorry, um, Dylan, we're just uh, we're just bickering away here, leaving you completely out of this. Uh, New York Yankees at the Baltimore Orioles. No, you're all good. Um, I do agree with, I think the Orioles are going to eventually catch one. I mean, the Yankees can't win everyone, but if you look at them, they're, they're playing competitive baseball, 6-2, 5-4, They're in games, but... <clears throat> I like the value we're getting here with the Yankees on the run line. Jordan, he's off to a pretty good start, especially on the road. 221 ERA, five runs in just 20 innings. He's already faced his Orioles team twice. He's done well, 10 innings, only just gave up two runs. And Zimmerman, he's also faced the Yankees, and he's done fairly decent. But <clears throat> this Yankee club, they've won five straight against the Orioles, and if it wasn't for last night, I think they would have covered the learn line again. So Yankees are just a hotter team. So at minus 110, I'm going to take the Yankees minus one and a half. Yeah, I didn't mind the the Baltimore home record as well as nine and nine, uh, which is another little pointer that gives you a chance. So, yeah, hopefully something uh, can turn up with a big price there. Um, a 105 Eastern first pitch is the San Diego Padres at the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, you Darvish goes for San Diego and... Kyle Gibson goes for Philly. Uh, and Noah, we'll throw this over to you. Uh, you can lead us off for the Padres at the Phillies. In fact, I'll give you the prices is what I'll do. Uh, San Diego are even money. Uh, Philadelphia minus 120. Over or under is nine. Uh, Noah, go for it. Yeah, so um, I'm just going to go right into the PVB here. Luke Voigt, he's batting 400, two for five with two singles. Eric Hosmer is batting 302, 13 for 43, nine singles, three doubles, and a Hosmer homer. Reese Hoskins batting 300, three for 10 with a single double and a home run. Manny Machado batting 294 against Gibson, seven for 24, and five singles, two doubles, and a six to three walk to strikeout ratio. JT Ramuto is batting 286, four for 14 with two singles, a double, and a triple. Over the last over the last five games for the Phillies, Segura has two bombs and Haskins has three homers. And then add Alec Bohm to those two guys, and all of all three of them are hitting over 300. And like I mentioned prior, the two bats for the Padres I'd play are Machado and Hosmer, and I'd uh, stay away from everyone else DFS-wise. Maybe uh, avoid a hit total or prop. But, um, yeah. <clears throat> on this game, though, I'm kind of feeling Phillies. I, I like them just in the matchup here. And it's sort of – I'm not comfortable with you, Darvish, almost ever, just because of the way he finished last season. I mean, I know he's had some good starts lately, but he's still sitting there with that 4.62 ERA from the beginning of the season where he got blown up. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to take the Phillies minus 120 here in the over nine. Uh, yeah, I like that as well. Um, <clears throat> Darvish, um, three and one, which is okay, but the ERA is 4.62. Um, he's just given up a lot of hits, really. 22 hits in his last three starts, in fact. So, yeah, I, I'm, um, 
I'm always a bit unsure about him. He seems a little bit wobbly uh, to me. Gibson had a bad start last time out at the Dodgers. Well, that's fair enough. The Dodgers could get to anyone just about. Um, it's two starts before that um, against the Mets were a lot better. And he's got a 1.93 home ERA. Uh, so I just thought the Phillies at minus 120 yeah, looked a really good price. Um, so I was happy to take them on the money line. Um, Dylan, what did you make of this San Diego at Philly game? Yeah, actually, we'll have a showdown, me and Noah, because I like the under in this one. The Padres, they're an under team, especially on the road, 12-7 towards the under. The first game last night, it went under 3 nothing victory for the Pods. Uh, and Kyle, Lipson, Kyle Gibson, like you mentioned, Malcolm, he's been lights out at home, 193 ERA, and batters are only hitting a 170 off him. So I think with Darvish, I think he'll give a few runs, but nothing too crazy, maybe three, four runs. But Citizens Bank Park, friendly, uh, pitcher-friendly ballpark. So I'll take a shot at the under. Okay, so the under uh, there for Dylan. Uh, the next game is a... 110 Eastern first pitch, which is the St. Louis Cardinals at the New York Mets. Uh, Dakota Hudson goes for St. Louis and Chris Bassett uh, goes for New York. The Cardinals are a plus 120 underdog. Uh, the Mets are a 140 favourite. The over-under is set at seven and a half. And Dylan, you can lead us off uh, with your New York Mets. You keep getting the Mets to handicap uh, your, your team, so... Let's hope you're a, a good look omen for them again. What have you got? Yeah, I'm going to keep backing them. Uh, I like Bassett on the mound. Uh, his last start at home was good. He only gave up one run against the Mariners. He did throw a little too many pitches up in the 100 range for my liking, but we got the win. But I want to pick on Dakota Hudson for a little. He's not the same pitcher on the road than he is at home. He's given up a lot of hard contact, nine runs, and he has more walks than strikeouts, I think. If he's going to be able or if he's going to walk some batters for the Mets, it's going to lead to more trouble. So I think this is a bad spot for him. Give me the Mets here to win another series. Uh, Noah, what did you make of this one? Yeah, so I, for me, I'm seeing a slumping Mets offense here. And <clears throat> the Cardinals with the dog, with, the, with an offense that should be – pretty good this year and they have been hitting well over the last week here. I'm going to take Cardinals plus 120 in the matchup and uh the over seven and a half kind of seems low to me. Just looking at it, I don't have a ton of PVB um with Dakota Hudson or Chris Bassett. Actually both first basemen are the only two team the only two guys that have PVB. Uh Albert Pools batting 417 off of Bassett five for twelve with three singles, a double in a pool party. And Pete Alonzo batting 400, 25 with a single and a polar bear Pete Blast. So the Mets in the last week, Brandon Nimmo's batting 370 and Luis Guillorme is batting 364. Um, the rest of the uh, the rest of the team's under 300. Whereas Albert Pools, Goldschmidt, Brendan Donovan, and Andrew Neiser, uh, the catcher, they're all hitting over 400. Yeah. So I, I really like the offense and the way that uh, the Cardinals are playing right now. So I'll take the dog. I'll be happy with that price. Um, yeah, this was a, a tricky game. This um, Hudson had his best start last time out against San Francisco. Um, gave up uh, no earn runs over uh, five innings pitch. He hasn't been striking many out, um, and he's not been as good on the road. Um, Bassett's been incredibly consistent. You get a similar stat line from him just about every start. Um, really close game here. Um, 
I do lean the Mets, but minus 140 is a bit skinny. Uh, both games in the doubleheader went under yesterday. Uh, Noah said the Mets offense is faltering a little bit. So for me, the under seven and a half uh, seemed like a reasonable play. Um, if you want any of these uh, these lines, uh, win bet is the place to get them. Uh, that's where we're fetching them from here this afternoon on the MLB Gambling Podcast. Uh, take advantage of the bet 50 to win $200 promotion. Uh, a $50 bet qualifies you for up to 200 bucks in free bets. Plus, the WinPet Casino is offering a 100% deposit bonus up to 1,000 bucks. Uh, and you can win a golf trip to win Las Vegas uh, for the PGA Championship. If you bet $100 or more on the golf this week, uh, you'll be entered in to win, to win in that golf trip uh, to the win Las Vegas. Uh, the promotion ends on May the 22nd. So you've got a few days, uh, 2022. Uh, loads to choose from. All you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Now, I'm looking forward to the golf this weekend. I, uh, I put my little few uh, bets on today. Cameron Smith is the answer. Uh, if anyone's looking for that and you haven't listened to the Golf Gambling Podcast. Uh, I love Cam Smith, <laughs> Yeah. Oh, excellent. Yeah, great. Uh, what I like Scheffler. So we've got two Cam Smiths and a Scheffler here. I back Kevin Nart, 200 to one as well. Um, I don't mind about him. He's just such a horrible watch, uh, but it, it makes it a little bit easier when, he, when you've got some money on him. So uh, yeah, Kevin Nart was my crazy price, but yeah, Cam Smith's a big one. Um, next up is the 210. Eastern first pitch, which is the Chicago White Sox at the Kansas City Royals. Uh, this is a pitching matchup to conjure with. Uh, Vince Velasquez goes for the White Sox, and Carlos Hernandez goes for the uh, Kansas City Royals. Um, the lines are the White Sox minus 140, Kansas City plus 120. The over-under is set at nine and a half. Um, Velasquez... Two and three with an ERA of 553. Uh, pitched 27 and two thirds, struck out 25. Um, Hernandez is 0 and three with an ERA of 9.11 uh, in 26 innings uh, with a whip of 2.03. Um, actually, Velasquez was going okay before the Yankees beat him up last time. He hadn't been terrible, although we we kind of were waiting for him to blow up. I think we'd handicapped him expecting the blow up at any point. So it eventually came, but it was the Yankees. So you could be prepared to give him a chance to give him a life. Um, Hernandez, uh, his last two starts have been absolute disasters. Uh, he gave up 15 earned runs in those two starts at Colorado, at Baltimore. He hasn't been much better at home either. Kansas City have got a poor home record. Um, I didn't like the minus... 140, but I thought the White Sox should score enough runs to cover the run line. So minus uh, one and a half runs is at plus 120. So a nice price as well, a nice plus price there. Um, I'll take the White Sox uh, on the run line. Dylan, what did you make of the White Sox at the Royals in this stellar pitching matchup? Yeah, I hate doing this, but I'll probably have no action on this one. I did make the Red, uh, the White Sox, excuse me, a minus 130 favorite. So we're about 10 cents from either side. I, I did make my total 8.6, so maybe a slight lean toward the under. These two teams have played several games this season. They've all gone under the number 
besides one in the final score was 7-3, so it got there by the hook. But uh, let's look at the White Sox last five games. All five games have gone under. Velasquez, he had a nice outing his last time on the road, gave up one run in five innings. Uh, with Hernandez, he's he's been uh, having a rough couple games his last starts against very good teams, against a good lineup like the Yankees, uh, four innings, two runs. He has to keep the walks down, but as we know, the White Sox don't really walk a lot. So I think we still see a relatively low-scoring game. I'll dive under nine and a half. Wow. See, the, the ERA is at 5.53 and 9.11, uh, and Dylan's going for the low-scoring game. Uh, Noah, can you split this tie? Because I think this could finish about 32-21. Uh, who are you taking? Yeah, I absolutely can't back Hernandez here. So I'd be forced to, to the White Sox side, but minus 140 is a little bit rich. Um, it, it is a marathon, not a sprint. So uh, if you want to play that, go ahead. Uh, the run line, the way the White Sox have been playing lately, it seems a little risky as well, but plus 120, yeah, uh, uh, go for it. I mean, the only Royals bat that has had some success against Velasquez and Velasquez has been in the division for a year or two now uh, is Carlos Santana, who's batting 625, five for eight with four singles and a double off of him. And uh, for the White Sox, we have Jose Abreu who's batting 333, two for six with a single and a Abreu bomb. And Lurie Garcia is batting 333, two for six with two singles. And also Gavin Sheets who's batting 286, two for seven with two singles. Over the last week for the two teams, Whit Merrifield is absolutely raking right now. He's heating up, batting 382. He started off the year with a really bad slump, and I still don't even know if he's past the 250 watermark um, on the season yet. But we also have Hunter Dozier, who's batting 310. Uh, I forgot to add that Merrifield has two bombs in his last eight games. Uh, Michael Taylor also hitting 308 in his last seven games uh, for the White Sox. We have Luis Robert who's batting 333 over his past seven games. He also has a bomb and 13 total bases and AJ Pollock who's batting 316 with eight total bases himself in his last six games that he's played coming off of injury. So yeah, for me, it's just, uh, if you're going to play something, it would be the White Sox run line. And if I could split the tie on the over under, uh, I'm going to go under. I feel like a lot of people – I feel like that nine and a half seems really high for these two teams right now. Both teams just don't seem to be excelling on the offensive side of the ball. So, Yeah, that's fair enough. It was really tricky. You can't expect the White Sox to do it all themselves and you get the feeling uh, they might have to, uh, especially if Velasquez can get back to that form uh, that he displayed before the, the Yankees game last time out. Uh, the next game up is a 7-10 Eastern first pitch between the Seattle Mariners and the Boston Red Sox. Uh, George Kirby. Is it George? Yeah, it is. Yeah, George, yeah, George Kirby, Kirby. Goes for the Seattle, yeah, for the Seattle Mariners. And Rich Hill um, is on the mound for Boston. Now, these last three games, uh, we did have TBD pitches right up until about uh, 10 or 15 minutes ago, certainly for the last two. Uh, and I've got no odds. So what we'll do here, as we normally do, uh, is used Dylan, uh, who is our expert at putting these lines up. Uh, Kirby is, um, he has no record as yet. He started two games, uh, pitched 10 innings, uh, ERA of 0 0.9. Um, uh, Seattle Mariners' top pitching prospect, George Kirby. Uh, outstanding start for him so far this season. Um, at the other end of his career, Rich Hill, 1-1, uh, and one, uh, 289 ERA, six games started, 28 innings pitched, 21 Ks. 
and a 1-1-1 one, one, one whip, which is decent. Um, Dylan, uh, as far as lines, uh, money lines and totals, uh, you're the stat man here. What did you think we might see uh, and how might we handicap this game? Yeah, so like you said, Malcolm, no lines as of right now, but I'd imagine the Red Sox open up a, a favorite. I made them a minus 135 favorite, so reverse, I, I, I would need them plus 135 to be on the Mariners. I did make my total 8.6, but I probably would see myself on the Red Sox. Rich Hill last time at home pitched five scoreless innings against a very good Angel lineup. But we know what we're going to get out of him. He'll probably only go four or five innings, but I think he'll be able to go toe-to-toe with Kirby. He's only making his third MLB start in his career, so I still want to gather more data about uh, on him before I back him. So I just know what I'm going to get out of Rich Hill, and I do think they are the better team right now. So like I said, minus 135 is my buying point on the Red Sox. Anything over that, I'll probably be on the uh, Mariners. Okay, I love that. That's beautifully worked out, man. Thank you. Um, I thought this had the look of a bit of a pitch and shield about it. Um, Rich Hill got his first win last time out of Texas, uh, but he's been good all year. Uh, no issues at all. Um, like I say, two great starts from Kirby at the Mets and against Tampa Bay as well. Um, he was sharp a first time out, as it happens. Um, it wasn't as good last time against Tampa Bay, but was serviceable. Um, so, yeah, pitcher's going well. Um, possibly an under, but again, without that total, uh, nothing much to add to that one. And uh, Noah, how did you uh, get to this? Do you know much about George Kirby? Yeah, I know a little bit about George Kirby. He's on my fantasy team. Also, who's on my fantasy team is Spencer Torkelson, who just hit a bomb and he's on my damn bench. He's hitting like 200 <laughs> on the year. And just deposited oh, one over. The, just deposited one over the orange juice box field but yeah whatever um yeah george kirby is also <laughs> on my my team just wicked filthy uh just a lot of action on his pitches and uh just no no ball straight i'll just i'll just say that obviously there's not going to be pvb against him this is third mlb start um but steven souza jr is batting 455 off of dick mountain five for 11 with four singles and a double and Eugenio Suarez batting 444 off of him. He's four for nine with two singles and two home runs over the past week in their last six games. Julio Rodriguez is heating up. He's batting 318 with a couple of RBIs and 10 total bases. Kid just steals bags. So he's always a nice DFS play to get you a steal. Um, maybe even bet a prop on a steal. I, I don't typically do it, but this kid, he has quite a few on the year. How many actually? On the year, let me look at this. He's got 11, 11 bags on the year. Pretty, pretty nice from him in uh, 36 games. So he's stealing almost a bag every three games. That's pretty dang good. And then go yeah, back, nice. go back. And uh, Jesse Winker is batting 333 in his last six games with a home run and 13 total bases. So uh, those are the guys for the Mariners. As for the Red Sox, J.D. Martinez is batting 500 in his last six games with two jumbo dongs. And also Rafael Devers is heating up, batting 423 with two home runs as well. Both guys have five RBIs and plus 20 total bases in a little over 20 at-bats. So they're getting a base in at-bat, and those are two really hot bats that I'd look for in this matchup. I'd be taking the Mariners and the under here. Okay. Um the next game is another one with uh, bits and bobs of it up in the air. Uh, 
It's a 7.40 Eastern first pitch, which is the D-backs at the Cubs. Uh, Zach Gallen uh, is going for the Diamondbacks. Um, I've got um, Kyle Hendricks going for the Chicago Cubs. Uh, you boys can correct me if you see anything different. Again, we'll hand this over to Dylan uh, to see what lines uh, you might have drawn up for this one. Yeah, so I actually have Zach Gallen going for the D-backs and I have Marcus Stroman going, going for the Cubs. Okay. So th- this is my lines for this pitching matchup. I made the Cubs a minus 130 favorite, the D-backs a plus 130. I made my total 9.1. But depending if we could get anything above a plus 130, I'd be willing to take a shot with the D-backs. I feel like I've been taking them every day now. Uh, I feel like just Zach Gallen is just better than Marcus Stroman, especially the way Stroman has pitched at home at Wrigley Field. He's given up a lot of hard contacts. Walks are high. Uh, but I don't know if I'd want to take the snakes because they've lost five in the row, the Cubs, they've won four straight. So depending on the price that opens up, like I said, uh, if the Cubs open up in minus minus one thirty or lower favor, I'll be on them, but plus one thirty or better, I'd be on the D backs. And like I said, I set my total at 9.1. We have 13 mile an hour winds blowing to left field. So just be cautious about that. Um, I've got nothing for this game at all. I didn't have much, and that was with Hendricks. So uh, I've got even less with Strowman up there. Uh, Noah, did you have anything for this? Gallon against Strowman? You know how I feel about Hendricks, and Strowman hasn't been much better this year <laughs> as well. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's up with the fantasy side of things for me. For the season-long stuff, DFS have been quite good. But, um, <laughs> yeah, Wilson Contreras, the only one with PVB in this matchup. He's batting 400, two for five with two singles off of Gallon. But looking at the way that Gallon's been pitching so far this year, I don't think I'll get, my, get the courage to back the Cubs here. He's 2-0 on the year with a 105 ERA and 35 Ks. Um, in the last week for the Diamondbacks, uh, I mean, how how can you not love Alec Thomas? And, and that's a guy that, yeah, uh, of course, Malcolm p- picked up, and uh, he hits a bomb for him as well. Um, he's got two home runs in the last week. Christian Walker absolutely stroking the ball right now with three bombs. He's bet both of those guys are batting 333. And then Cattell Marte, uh, he's questionable with a hand injury. And of course, he's on my fantasy team. He's batting 333 with 10 total bases in his last six games for the Cubs. On the other hand, um, we have uh, Frank Schwindel is batting 333 in his last six games. He's got 10 total bases and four RBIs, but that's the only bet that seems to be going right now for the Cubs. So Diamondbacks should be fancy in this game, and I'll be on them. Christian Walker was a real uh, a standout Babbitt casualty uh, from over the start of the season. It was only a matter of time before he started uh, getting something to drop in, and it's just started coming together for him. So I'm pleased about that. I've got him in a few best balls and things like that. Um, but yeah, but he was carrying no luck at all, and that seems to have turned around a little bit uh, for Christian Walker. He hits yeah, Alec hard. Thomas. He, yeah, he does hit it really hard. I want to look um, up his Alec percentile Thomas was, while you're talking. Was um, was just sitting there on waivers the other day. In fact, in fact I was recording. Um, I, 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 I live picked him up uh, from waivers uh, yesterday when we were recording. I said to the boys because he, he hit a home run. Um, <laughs> as we were recording on Monday, I think. So while Dylan was handicapping the game, I quickly uh, shot over to Yahoo and I picked him up uh, and he hit another one the night after. So, yeah, I'm a very shrewd man, it turns out. Noah, who knew? Um, uh. The final game um, is 
unfortunately, got another TBD pitcher, uh, which is the Texas Rangers and the Houston Astros. It's at 8-10 Eastern uh, first pitch. I have got uh, Glenn Otto going uh, for the Texas Rangers and Framba Valdez going for Houston. Uh, Dylan, agree, disagree? And uh, what have you got for this game? Yeah, those are the two pitchers I got, Glenn Otto and Framber Valdez. I made the Astros a minus 135 favorite. The verse Rangers plus 135. I set my total at an 8.2. So uh, I do think they should be the favorite, the Astros, when it opens up. And I hopefully we get a good price on Valdez. Uh, he's going. He's been great on the road. And he's already faced his Ranger team. But the problem there was the last time they versed each other, the Astros weren't the hitting team they are now. This is a much different team. Eight and two in their last ten. They're scoring a boatload of runs. Glenn Otto, he's only making his fifth start, and he's already faced this Astro team four innings. He only gave up two runs. Not off to a bad start, but I think with the Astros being home, Valdez on the bump, I think they win this game. I don't know about the run line. I would need anywhere. I would need a plus price to be on the Astros on the run line. But, uh, yeah, if it's Astros minus 135 or better, I'll be on them on the money line. Uh, Noah, did you have anything for this Texas-Houston game? Yeah, I actually like the Rangers side of this. Um, they hit very well against Valdez. Corey Seager's batting 667, four for six with three singles and a triple. Um, also in this matchup, Jordan Alvarez, he's batting 500 against Otto, three for six with a single and two doubles. Marcus Semyon batting 333, three for nine with two singles and a long shot. Cole Calhoun batting 300, three for 10 with three singles. Nick Solak batting 273, three for 11 with three singles. And Adelise Garcia batted two for eight with a single and an L Bombi. And of course he's hitting, he's heating up right now. Um, he's betting uh, 340 in his last three games with two home runs. Uh, Charlie Colberson batting 500 in his last three games. Sam Huff, a platoon catcher for them batting 467 and Cole Calhoun just really hot batting 450. He's got three home runs, eight RBIs, 21 total bases in his last six games for the Rangers. As for the Astros, um, they're dealing with a few injuries with uh, Pena. They traded for Mauricio Dubon and he's hitting 400 for him in uh, Pena's replacement. Um, Yuli Gurriel's batting 440 with three home runs and 22 total bases. So he's a nice bat to play right now. Michael Brantley and Jose Siri and Jordan also all batting over 300. Um, in this game, I'd be looking at the Rangers, though. I really, I really expect them to be a nice price. Yeah, uh, Houston, I watched them um, uh, flexing their muscles last night. I think they hit was it for six home runs, maybe. They, they, yeah. hit, they took uh, Nathan Eovaldi for um, seven runs in that second inning last night. Uh, Cole Calhoun, you mentioned, they get a home run last night and it looked like he sort of skewed it off the end of his bat, almost like a pool shot, uh, effortless, uh, and it just carried on flying. So maybe we're getting the uh, juice balls back. Because that looked like a classic rabbit ball uh, home run from two seasons ago, Cole, uh, Cole Calhoun's. That was the most uh, rabbit ball home run I've seen so far this season. Yeah. Um, you know I who's much not going to hit? Who's that? I'm sorry to interrupt. I'm, not, I'm sorry to interrupt, but someone who has we have the same amount of home runs as him, Marcus Simeon. He has zero home runs. I think he's been the oh, biggest no. bust so far. Hey, uh, Malcolm, I'll also add this: Christian Walker is sixth in the league in barrel percentage. Oh, okay, there you go. Uh, 
yeah, so get Christian Walker in, in uh, some of your lineups. Um, he might still be on uh, waivers there in our fantasy league. No, you could do with the help. Go and have a look. Um, I've got nothing much to add for hard hit, uh, hard hit percentage too. So, yeah, he's stroking it. Um, yeah, we, I didn't have uh, any line, so nothing much uh, to add to that one, unfortunately. But yeah, um, I have uh, enjoyed watching uh, Houston flex the muscles over the last uh, few nights. Uh, Jordan Alvarez particularly um, hits the ball of frighteningly long. He's great to watch. Um, before we get to our uh, lock and dog, because um, that is the last game, like we see, only a, a seven-game slate. Or a, uh, one, yeah, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games. Um, so pretty brief tonight, uh, but we do our lock and dogs uh, after I've told you about Sleeper, uh, which is the fastest growing fantasy platform today. Uh, I assume you've got your fantasy league on there. I've got loads of mine on there. Uh, but they've added a new overall under game, uh, really easy to play where you can make money. Uh, if you choose your sport and a couple of players that you like, the over, under, uh, points in basketball, hits in baseball, etc. Uh, if you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two to 20 times your stake. Um, the chat feature is loads of fun. Uh, you can get in there, you can have some banter with your friends, talk a bit of smack to them. Uh, you can copy your friends' picks with a click of a button. Uh, loads of fun to ride out those sweats together. So if you download Sleeper now, play the over-under game. Um, if you go to sleeper.com slash SGPMLB, uh, Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. So join our squad and get the 100% deposit match at sleeper.com slash SGPMLB. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Okay, lock and dog. And um, we've been doubling up a lot recently, and we're going to probably double up tonight with only seven games to choose from. Uh, therefore, purely selfishly, I'm going to go first. I'm going to get in uh, with my lock, the Philadelphia Phillies at minus 120. Uh, yeah, don't trust you, Darvish. I think Noah said exactly everything I was thinking about Darvish. Um, I'm talking through my pocket a little bit because uh, I had him on every fantasy team last year. And he just, I found him a bit difficult watch. Like, uh, so. The, yeah, and the amount of hits he's given up in those last three starts was quite startling. Um, and I like Gibson a lot. I think minus 20 is a perfectly reasonable place. Um, and for my dog, I've done it the rest of the week. I'm going to take Baltimore. Uh, I've got a live dog going on them tonight. And then this game tomorrow, um, I will take Baltimore. The home record is okay. Uh, even uh, even home record. And uh, in four games started, Zimmerman's ERA is 1.8 as well. So I'll take Baltimore plus 170. On the money line, uh, Noah, what have you got? Um, I'm currently looking, I don't think it's going to be out, but my lock is going to be I'm going to hawk it like crazy. I'm going to take the team total on the White Sox. Um, like we mentioned, I don't think they're going to get much help on the overall total for the game from the Royals, but I, I absolutely cannot get on Carlos Hernandez's side with a 911 ERA. Uh, holy Lord, that's a bad number too. Um, sorry, I mentioned you, you mentioned it, but <laughs> I mean, <laughs> White Sox uh, team total there. And for my dog, um, I, I have to go with Malcolm here. I'm going to take the Orioles against the Yankees. I really yes. Okay, love that double bubble, Dylan. Are you going to make it a clean sweep of Baltimore Orioles underdogs? No, I can't do that. I'm sorry. Uh, for my lock, I'm I'm gonna go to my team. I'm gonna take the Mets. I'll take them actually first five, 
money line or if you want to take them depending on some books you could get a first five result get a better number on it but i like i like the mets here with bassett on the mound i think at home i think he shuts out the cardinals at least for the first time around so i'll take the mets first five money line for my lock and for my dog i was gonna take the padres to be honest but i didn't want to have a showdown with you malcolm so like you, I'm going to take wise. the team I've taken all day. I'm going to take the snakes. I think if we get a good price on Gallon, I think he could outduel Strowman. We got, if their bats pick up a little bit, I think the win will help us carry some balls out. It's going to be a nice day in Chicago. Let's take the snakes. Let's get them a win. I want this on record. I like that. Diamondbacks pick up more than the Orioles. If they're opening up as dogs, just, I don't know what their odds are going to be. So I didn't give it up. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, okay, so yeah, we, we fancy some underdogs uh, tomorrow. Some nice price ones, so yeah, why not? Um, yeah, cheers, boys. That was relatively short and sweet tonight. Uh, a little bit of a truncated um, slate for us. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, I will be doing my Preakness stuff tomorrow, so keep your eyes peeled uh, for that. Uh, Noah, any uh, college stuff going on for you this week? Sorry, I put myself on mute. Um, no, but I am celebrating a three-year anniversary of a kid just hitting the longest ball that I've ever given up in my life. He had the bases loaded <laughs> and he went, he went division one for college baseball, but he gave up or he hit this thing onto the school's roof. And here, I'll just play the sound of, of it and I'll post it on Twitter for everybody. That. That was that was the sound of contact, and I'll tweet that out. But yeah, I gave up a grand slam three years ago today, so yeah, a pretty pretty good anniversary. <laughs> I'll drink to that, mate. I'll uh, I'll open a little Coors Light to that, and I'll uh, I'll celebrate that one with you, uh, Dylan. What's happening tonight? Why are you sitting in your car still? What are you doing? I gotta get back on the road, boys. I gotta go to dinner. I gotta celebrate an anniversary as well. Not of one of a ball that's still probably traveling. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I gotta get back on the road. I got a dinner to get to in Jersey. Hopefully, I don't miss or I, I miss some of this traffic. So I gotta hit the road, boys. But uh, hopefully, my uh, the Braves can collapse a little bit and Milwaukee can come back on Munoz. <laughs> Uh, yeah, fair enough. Uh, right, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, as usual, we'll be back with the rest of the MLB uh, week to come. So uh, appreciate everyone's support and we will see you down the road. Cheers. Cheers.